Hi, and welcome to the podcast. If you are uh, behind a little bit, we changed the Friday song to Harry Styles and Golden, which we talked about last week. Glad it wasn't a massive hit, so we never got sick of it. Like Adore You is never going to be an intro, so a regular intro song. We'll move Rubber Band, man. Uh, I'm glad you moved to find us. Uh, just giving you, it's weird, weird timing. Everything's a little off. Uh, it's 4.45, it's radio show time, but recording the podcast intro, Alex and Bethany and I, uh, we're not able to get together today. It's been so weird. Like, we've had a couple of Wednesdays go by, and I'm like, damn, I've spoken to Alex, we've texted, but we haven't podcasted, which is totally different. And um, we enjoy doing that for you, but we've had so many great guests, and more of those here today. Um, she has been on several times from Courageous Community Surf, uh, Services, formerly Camp Courageous. Laura Kohlenbeck, the executive director, is up first to talk about the gala or gala they have coming up in just a couple of weeks that you might want to be a part of where they're honoring some great people in our community who are wonderful disability disability advocates, whether they're employers, advocates themselves, employees. So we'll let Laura get to that, how you might want to be a part of what they have going on in a couple of weeks. Also, Dom Glover is back on the podcast. He has a performance he'd like you to come check out. Remember, there was also some Toledo ballet drama. That's the first time we spoke to Dom. Dom has a thought or two about that. So first up, Laura Kohlenbeck from Courageous Community Services. Then we'll swing over to Dom and maybe get you interested in the dance community here in Toledo that I have to stop overlooking. And maybe you'll be interested in going to see the performance that Dom has created for you. I have to tell you, I have. Um, I was excited for you to reach out to me. One, because I was, I was literally, someone was telling me that um i don't want to my friend is hosting your event and uh but before that we can move forward that momentarily i have gotten super friendly and kind of like sucked in uh willingly to the ability center over the last like eight months that's great i love the ability center yeah yeah i've always been a, a fan of them um and I've had people there that would bring me in or ask me to do something, and I'm always happy to do it. But I connected with Stuart, their new director that you're probably familiar with, um, and he and I just formed a bromance. And I am I am happy to work and do whatever I can for him. And then I see your email. I'm like, oh, all the disability stuff is like forming together in front of me. Yes, yeah, so I'm glad that we were able to connect and we still do some collaboration, of course, with the Ability Center. They are one of the sponsors for our upcoming gala event, which is awesome. Yeah, let's uh, let's talk about that. That's why you wanted to hop on. I have one, I, before we get into the nuts and bolts of it and why it's happening and if we want to talk about some of the people being honored, am I nuts? Well, yes, I am, but it has a bizarre start time of 5.50. No, I don't know why. So I don't know. It's so funny because I looked at that. I'm like, um, typo. I don't know how the 5:30 got changed to 5:50. So no, the start time is 5:30. Okay, I thought it might be some type of like 5:50 was some type of symbol for something in the disability community. It's just a typo. No. It's just a typo. Just a typo that happens sometimes, you know. Excellent. Um, well, when we chat, it's usually about the camp or fundraising for the camp. This is about actually honoring people and places in the community, right? It is, yes. Yeah. So there's so many people, like we were just talking about, Stuart from the Ability Center and others that I come across in either my personal or professional life. And we want to honor some of those people that are assisting others with disabilities in our area. 
Um, I, I'm, did the, the gala didn't happen the last couple of years, right? Correct. So in 2020, we did a virtual award ceremony, and I thought it was important since we're now coming back in 2022 to recognize those people that we awarded virtually. Mm-hmm. And then last year, you know, it was a big year in terms of getting the summer camp program up and running again after we had been closed for a few years. So this is our grand um, events, and we're coming back in 2022. And recognizing our new awardees along with the ones from 2020. Um, If I look at the top of the list here, and I'm I'm sure it's okay to talk about the honorees, but back in 2020, the outstanding employer, um, Walt Churchill's Market, a place that people uh, should be familiar with. It's been a name and brand and a great place to shop for for decades. Um, And they do a lot of stuff with us here at at Cumulus as well. What makes them an honoree? How do they get, get acknowledged? So it truly is the work that they're doing within the community to help um, support individuals with disabilities and job advancement. And Walt Churchill has been committed to hiring people with disabilities that work in his market. So, um, and it was great. Like I had such a wonderful time interviewing him uh, when he won that award in 2020. Just like really what a sincere uh, person and just a wonderful person to have in our community. Um, a couple of the other awards are outstanding community service. There's a, a Kate Schwartz and a Mark Allison. What is what does that award acknowledge? So the award for um, Kate Schwartz was the outstanding community service, and I've been doing a lot with Kate uh, as she's the executive director for the Autism Society of Northwest Ohio. And again, she just has extended herself to the community. We just finished the autism walk that took place at Westfield Mall where there was a resource fair there um, that brought a bunch of us together um, to share resources with the families that have children and young adults with autism. Mm -hmm. And Kate just, again, all the way around, just a very kind, nice person helping those um, who have children with autism. And then Mark Allison um, actually has a driving school, and he helps um, individuals with disabilities that might struggle otherwise learn how to drive because it's not easy. I think some of us take it for granted uh, in terms of getting behind the wheel and learning how to drive. And Mark is just incredibly patient and knowledgeable in terms of helping people overcome their anxiety and you know take it slow but actually learn the steps and uh teaches them skills and how to pass that test for sure um yeah so many of the things that we've taken for granted like learning getting closer with Stuart and um just learning things within the disability community i'm still trying to get all the verbiage down um and i never obviously want to offend anybody but the things that 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 are opening my eyes are are quite amazing like i I, i've come a long way since we've last spoken so again i I can't mention it enough i'm excited that you reached back out um self-advocate outstanding self there's two uh honorees there right nathan turner and colleen hammonds this year Yes. So Nathan Turner has done a lot with Salute and People First in the area uh, for uh, self-advocacy. You know, he is an individual that has a disability himself and he is helping others. Um, And Nate is especially involved in the world of technology, which I know I can use his assistance for sure. (laughs) 
<laughs> as I play with these AirPod headphones. Um, but yeah, Nate is great, and I'm hoping that he'll be able to attend our in-person event this year too. And there is um, Ashley is getting recognized this year. Ashley Smith from Metro Parks Toledo. She has done a fabulous job of bringing individuals together to be able to. Laura. Laura, I'm losing you. Are you still there? You're, you're back. Yep, Hi, welcome okay. back. I'm oh, back. We were talking about Ashley in the Metro Parks. Yeah, so she has done a fabulous job of planning activities and ensuring that the activities that Metro Parks has already uh, in place for the community, that those are inclusive and available to anybody in the community, whether you have a disability or not. So they have kayaking, they have tree climbing, um, they have different experiences that she makes sure are accessible to everybody. And then when we talk about uh, you know diversity, equity, and inclusion, She's also helping individuals who would not otherwise be able to afford to attend some of the summer camp programs with Metro Parks, um, get some of that funding that's needed for families that can't afford it. So Ashley's been wonderful to work with. Um, if I could go back uh, for just a moment, you had mentioned uh, Kate and the, the Autism Society. Um I was dating somebody last year whose son was autistic. Uh, now that it's been out there, uh, more of my friends have enjoyed the inclusive playground in Perrysburg, and I think there is plans for another one. I'm calling it the Weekman because I know it's a, it's kind of a project of yeah. Weekmans. A team. I call it the Weekman, and I think BG's going to get one. Um, could you talk a little bit about that? Any knowledge of the playground? Any light you can shed on that? Because I think it's a, a great thing that we have, and. When I have friends that go there, they're just amazed at how special it is and how inclusive it is. And it really is for everybody. It is. And it, again, was something that was much needed in the community. And so um, hats off to Ryan, who really has uh, headed this up in terms of creating the inclusive playgrounds. I'm so excited that Bowling Green is going to have one as well. Yeah. And uh, I am in full support of that. I told Ryan, I said, wink, wink, you know, I know where we might want another inclusive playground. Um, but yeah, it's a great thing for kids, the community in general to be able to have children with disabilities utilize equipment and have fun where otherwise they would not have been able to. I, I think also what I went, what I was having a hard time saying is the aesthetic is that no one is exclusive as playgrounds and places have been for a long long time uh a kid without any disabilities would never recognize that this is an inclusive playground they just see people kids playing together and i think that's how we shape this world that we all accept one another we're different in different ways and we all have strengths and weaknesses and some disabilities are strengths um as as Stuart has told me i have a disability with with battling bipolar and i just love the aesthetic of the playground how you don't look at it and go oh that that's for a certain kind of person because as as it says it's for everybody and i love that we're crafting that now with kids definitely and if you think about it the americans with disabilities act is all about accessibility right but it's the bare minimum so we're starting to take a look at these things on a wider scale which we should have been doing all along yeah because we live in a very diverse community and some disabilities like you were just talking about including bipolar are not even seen right it's the visible eye 
Um, but it doesn't mean that there's times where you might experience um, anxiety, depression, and have you know difficulty accessing um, the community for various reasons. And think about that for somebody who utilizes a wheelchair, whether it's a child or adult. Um, think about the curbs. You know, it, it, we shouldn't be ch- making changes just because it's a law. Right. We should be making those changes because it's what's what's best for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a couple of final things, if I may. Uh, we'd like people to come out to the gala, right? Yes, absolutely. I would love for people to come out to the gala. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Parkway Plaza, and it begins again if you're you're half paying attention to the podcast. 5.30, not 5.50. Um, how can people find out a little bit more, grab some tickets, or be a part of it in another way? Yeah, so they can get the tickets at ccsohio.org. That's our website, and they can join us. We're going to have dueling pianos there. Uh, I appreciate the support of our sponsors, such as the Countertop Shop and... Uh, Mark Feldstein and Associates. We've got some other sponsors that are supporting us uh, for our summer camp program. But they can come out and join us for the Dueling Pianos on April 22nd from 5.30 to about 10 o'clock. We're going to have some 50-50s, some raffles of some great prizes. And it's going to be a fun time. Awesome. I applaud you for doing something different. I hope that um, that caught people's ears or when they see about this dueling pianos, because something like that only happens maybe once, maybe twice a year around here. So a great idea. Way to do something different. Thanks. Yeah, that was my goal is to just have it be overall a general fun date night for anybody who would like to join us. And then, of course, you can learn about the wonderful things that people are doing in the community to help those individuals with disabilities. Um, last thing, how's camp shaping up for this year? It is shaping up. In fact, I'm out in White House today. Um, we're getting everything, you know, like the, the switch flipped back on in terms of the water and gearing up. So right now I'm actually at the Copper Press Roastery, it's called. The Copper Press Roastery on Rickley Road in White House. Um, they're brand new and they are helping support Bittersweet Farms, another great organization in our area right across the, the field from us. Um, but yeah, so we're here working today and getting camp up and running. We've got some camp cleanup days planned and we are very excited for a new summer season. Um, when we last spoke and the other thing I think that I thought of either probably either when you reached out to me or Tuesday when I was meeting with friends I was like I told Laura I would get her volunteers and she never reached out to me do you need some hands yeah that would be great so we're gonna have some things out if it's not already out there on our website um for the camp cleanup absolutely uh we've got one planned for May 7th and then I think there's another one at the end of April I should know this right off the top of my head I'll go check the page Um, but um you know what? It's April 30th and May 7th. Our camp cleanup days are April 30th and May 7th. And we would welcome anybody to come out and help. There are a lot of leaves. We're in the oak <laughs> opening region, and there are a ton of leaves on the ground that I need to get raked up for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you kind of have like a, a sigh of relief and exhale because it'll be the first nor- norm, somewhat normal camp in a couple of years. I know how challenging it's been for the last couple of years for you. And, and I mean, I know for everybody, but you're on with me right now. And I think this is the first time we've gotten the chance to talk where things will be normal-ish for the kids. And, and that's absolutely vital. Yes, it is. And I can tell you that it was such a good feeling to see the campers last summer 
um, what a great summer it turned out to be in spite of everything and the challenges with COVID, which we still are being very cautious about. Um, it was just amazing. I had a camper who has been coming for 50 years. Wow. <laughs> 50 years she's been coming to camp. So that, that speaks volumes to me. Yeah. Um, you do great stuff. I'm so glad to have connected with you. I'm glad you uh, reached back out to me. I'm excited for all of this. Again, 5.30 to 10.30 at Parkway Plaza yeah. and uh, ccsohio.org. Look for the socials. And uh, Laura, I'll, I'll get the word out about some some hands. I'll spread it to some some organizations, uh, some some school. I'm going to Perrysburg next week for a career day. I will uh, maybe push on those kids. Hey, how'd you like to get some volunteer hours? That would be great. I appreciate it so much. Of course. It's always of a course. pleasure talking with you. Yeah, you too. We'll talk soon. Thanks again for reaching out, okay? Thank you. Bye, Laura. We're welcoming back to the podcast one of the very best performers in our area, one of the oldest oh, friends of a uh, great friend of the podcast, one of the OGs, Philip Taylor, Dom Glover. He is one of the best performers still in the area because Philip left us, right, Dom? He just left all his friends hanging here to go get married. <laughs> I know, right? And oh. go live his life across the pond. Uh, yep, yep, yep. He's gonna come back with. He's gonna come back and say, um, "What will he say? What do they say over there?" I can't even remember. Now. I don't know. They got it's, a bunch of stuff over there. He he uses. I know the couple times he has come back. There's been a couple phrases that he uses, and then he like shakes himself out of it. <laughs> but it's, I mean, at least me. At least me, I'm like, I understand what you mean. You know, it's just kind of funny. I know. He's been there a while now, and I know we miss him like crazy. Um, I'm sure yeah. you, you miss not performing as much as you possibly can. So what's coming up with the Modern Dance Company? So the Modern Dance Company has um, a show coming up on April 23rd. It is called Experior. Um, it's kind of... Um, well, actually, it's very much so uh, my brain, baby. I am uh, serving as the creative director for this show and uh, having curated um, uh, the music uh, that that's come in to be suggested, the choreography, you know, all of the how, how the production is going to run and everything. Um, so it's kind of my creative base. Very much so. I just said that very much so my creative baby. Um, but, yeah, it is uh, in, in very in, in very short uh, words. It is um, a, a dance exposition um, that explores, you know, the experience of life. Um, you know, we, we are Toledo's human experience, um, modern dance company. And, uh, you know, we put on a lot of shows, um, you know, some productions, uh, that have been really, really good, but, uh, coming in, um, as, as president, uh, of the modern dance company as well. Um, I felt like we still needed to have, you know, like kind of like a footprint, like an impact of just like, Hey, this is, you know, exactly who we are and the type of things that we want to present here in uh, Toledo, Metro, Northwest Ohio area. Um, so it's a show about, you know, like I said, the experience of what it is to be alive and be a human. So, you know, we start talking about new beginnings and births, um, and then we go into, you know, some of the heavier things that we experience in life, like love and loneliness, um, you know, and, and then even uh, like hard work and, you um, and uh, an achievement, and then we, uh, you know, pretty much Dom, and all of that. There you are. Uh, you cut out there for a second. That, that's you said it short. Okay. How, how long does the show run? Um, the show's going to be like an hour total. Okay. Um, with with all that birth, yeah. life, love, relationships, every like that's a lot in a short period of time. Is it? Do you envision it being like 
an emotional roller coaster and emotionally exhausting for the audience. And it's got to be for you and for the performers because life is hard. And when you try to cram it all into an hour, it's a lot. It is. It is. It is. So it is going to be, um, I know for us dancers, it is going to be uh, an emotional roller coaster. Um, I'm hoping that for the audience, it will also be um, an emotional roller coaster, but one that you can definitely weather. You know, like I think that our dances and the things that we are going to be um, expressing are going to be general enough for anybody to pull a personal experience from, you know. Okay. Like, you know, in, in one of our dances and anybody should be able to say, oh, I understand that dance piece because I went through this and everybody's stories will be different. Um, but the whole point of this is, you know, even though we come from different walks of life and we experience different things at different times, they also share their similarities. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I was just having a discussion like that the other day. At the end of the day, we're all human beings, and as much as we like to think we do or don't have certain feelings or whatnot, we are human beings. We're all wired pretty much the same way. So even if the, our experiences are greatly right. different, we can still feel the same emotions. Um, right. Caught my ear with uh, the music. So obviously, a dance performance, what will the music be contemporary? What's the style of music that goes along with the performances? Um, all of the above. So uh, we're going to use uh, one of my favorite composers is Vivaldi. Um, so I, I realized after curating all the music that there are actually three Vivaldi pieces that we are using. And I'm like, well, um, mainly um, there, there's one that's been um, uh, re, uh, what do you want to say? Like recomposed or like uh, re, remixed, uh, reimagined. Modern, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, kind of, uh, kind of like modernized by uh, Max Richter. Um, there's like you know Steve uh, Reich, Steve Reich. Uh, you know some there's contemporary composers, there's classical things. There are some composers I've never even heard of. Um, and you know, and then there's uh, I feel like there's going to be I don't want to like spoil too much, but sure. you know, kind of like the uh, the the theme of uh, the the theme song that we're going to begin and end with is going to be um, a more recent. Um, and by recent, I mean like almost like 20 years ago now. Um, but a song that I think, you know, a lot of people, you know, our age group, you know, if you were of age, you know, in the like early 2000s or whatever, you know, it'd be a song that's fairly familiar to you. It's funny. I, I'm sure you have this moment now as we, we get into the age where we are, like we think 20 years ago and it's like, that's in sync. Bye, bye, bye. And you're like, no, that just came out. No, that was two decades ago now. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not bye, 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 okay. but yes, it is definitely long. <laughs> it's, it's, it's probably Ja Rule living it up, right? <laughs> um, Yeah, I'll let you go. Maybe we can start a poll and we can have people like guess, you know, what they think the theme song is going to be. Awesome. Um, Well, thanks for hopping on. When it's at Owens Community College, give me the uh, the particulars again, how people can grab tickets, Um, anything yeah, else they need to so, know. That again? And, and anything else people need to know, the nuts and bolts of getting there and, and whatnot. Oh, yeah. So it's called Experior, uh, which, by the way, is the Latin verb for to experience. Uh, it is going to be uh, April 23rd. It's a one night only show. We're only doing it one time. So make sure you get your tickets. Uh, it's going to be at Owens, their center for uh, the fine and performing arts. And you can get your tickets by uh, getting onto our website, which is T-H-E Modern Dance Co. That's all one word um, dot org. Um, that's something I can share that with you. So, you know, hopefully it can be attached yep. to, uh, you know, when this podcast gets uh, yep. rolling out. I'll get it out. Um, yeah, the tickets are there. Um, they are $20 and, uh, when you buy them in advance. They are $25 at the door. Um, 
Yeah. Um, because of uh, this is the world that we live in now. Two questions that I could I, I got to throw out: like, are there any COVID protocols with masking or whatnot? Is there is there not food? And is there a streaming option, or will there be after the performance? Um, well, there's no streaming option available uh, currently. Okay. So, but stay tuned with that because you know if we get the chance to you know record it, do it afterwards, that's something that we can look into. Um, but as of right now, there are no streaming, uh, no chances for streaming. Um, no booze allowed. I don't. I believe that's a you know an Owen thing, and we okay. definitely respect that. And then as far as the masking, um, I believe it is. Um, uh, wear a mask um, or, or take your own uh, precautions. You Got know, it. if you don't feel comfortable and you want to wear a mask, that's fine. If you do feel comfortable enough to not wear a mask, I think that's fine as well. Awesome. Um, I think, you know, where we are, you know, it's, it's close quarters. You know, I would say at least have a mask ready just in case. Awesome. Um, well, thanks for hopping on, Mr. President. That I didn't know. Uh, last last time, <laughs> yeah, last time no we way. spoke, there was some uh, some strife within the ballet. Is there any kind of update you can provide with where we are with that? Um, well, I think it's pretty much public knowledge now that um, the um, the artistic director, um, Lisa, who uh, whose contract was not renewed, we have to kind of be careful with words and stuff. Sure. Uh, because that is the case. It wasn't that she was fired. It was that her contract was not renewed. Um, I believe it is public knowledge now that she has filed a lawsuit. Um, so now um, a lot of this has gone, you know, ha- has gone the, the legal route and it has gone way above and beyond a lot of our, you know, a lot of our pay grade, a lot of our reach. Right. Um, but just know that there is definitely still um, a group of us that, you know, we're, we're, we're keeping it alive because one thing that this has taught me is, uh, you know, we, the, the dance community in Toledo definitely to definitely need, um, you know, to, to be amped up. Um, you know, I feel like there's a lot of, you know, just, um, just music and, and in theater and, you know, and that's all fine. That's all great. Um, but you know, with all the dance studios that we have here, it just seems like dance is not a part of the artistic, um, conversation as much as it really, really should be. Um, but yeah, so there's a group of us that, that are still, you know, speaking out and speaking up and, uh, you know, pointing out injustices and all of that. Um, but you know, we're, we're just trying to, we're, we're just trying to not let this die because it's still an injustice. You know, we feel strongly about, um, that we want to bring to light. Um, you, you... so with that dance conversation, you know, hopefully this is something, you know, T-H-E, you know, exist to kind of start to change that, you know, that, that narrative and that, that uh, conversation of like, Hey, there's a lot of dance talent here in Toledo and we want to keep it. We want to keep it thriving. We want to see more of it in a positive way uh, and, and constructive and collaborative way. So that, that's what THE is trying to do to, to bring the conversation back to that. Well, now, that, now that you've put that on my radar, cause years ago um, when I really got ingrained here, um, I, I started to, to have my eyes open like, the, the art museum is, is phenomenal. It, it's, it's a global place. Um, mm-hmm. But there's so much more outside of the art museum that is in the art community here. And at that point, it was like, just walk down Adams Street. And now we have a, a mural Ooh. like everywhere, which is sometimes good, sometimes really, really awful. But we have a, a vibrant art community and I will no longer um, dismiss music or dance in this place um, from that. Where, where would the hub be for people to keep their eyes on the dance community? Like if somebody said to me like, hey, where can I go check out some murals or where's the art district? I'd say Uptown. If somebody says, hey, what's the dance community here? Where would I send them to? 
Um, probably Uptown as well. So um, in the near future, THE is going to be opening up to the public um, some uh, workshops. Uh, we did about three workshops back in December um, that were actually very successful. Um, you know, with our small following and support group, we actually had, I would say, uh, out of the three, we, we probably had about 20 each night. Um, and it was just our, co- our own company members just teaching, you know, their specialties in modern and ballet and jazz. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, we are hoping to uh, have some, uh, well, we're looking forward to having some uh, workshops uh, for adults who used to dance, adults who uh, would like to get into dancing, you know, just all of that, just ma- mainly centered around, um, you know, those 18 years or older. Um, you know, where, where there aren't adult classes, where there aren't so many adult classes offered in the community, we want to offer those classes to adults and have, and, and, and say, Hey, even as an adult, you can still dance here in Toledo. So be looking forward, um, again, on our website, T-H-E Modern Dance Co. One, it might be company. I'm probably getting that wrong. It, I always it, get that wrong. I That's have, terrible. I <laughs> have it. It's, uh, it's, it's not Co. It's definitely, uh, the Modern Dance Company. It's definitely company. See, I should I should do better. It's like who put ah. me in charge? I should definitely do better. But yeah, um, dot org and um, wait, is it dot org or dot com? Whatever it is, it'll be posted. <laughs> the modern dance company dot com and um, yes, com. save that, save that. So, Tom, thanks there for the time is. again. Um, thanks for hopping on. Uh, good luck with everything with the show. It's always good to catch up with you. Um, you're making the best of what was a pretty bad situation, like all around. So thanks for, uh, what do they say? Thanks for keeping your chin up and, 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 and moving on and, and doing what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I'm really, really happy that you had me back on here. Of so course. looking forward to talking to you again, man. Of course. Did you, uh, did you work anywhere opening day? Opening day, uh, for what? For baseball this past Tuesday. Uh, well, clearly no, because I don't even know what you're talking about. So <laughs> clearly, I didn't. Because, <laughs> uh, well, like, when I think last time I saw you working, it was last year's opening day, and we ran into you at Souk. Um, did you? Okay, yeah. that might have just been like a random, like, "Hey, let me go somewhere and get some food, like downtown or whatever." No, you were um, working. I, I can never keep up with where you're serving at. That's what I was getting at. What sir? Oh, you're, you know what? I think you're confusing me with somebody else because I don't. I'm not. I don't serve. I'm not a server. Tom, th- this was you, or maybe maybe I did run into you and you were. I am used to you serving and bartending and whatever else. I don't know. It's definitely you. I don't. Can, I know Dom. So. I say, oh, listen, wait you a might second. see me at the bar. Wait. You might see me at the bar, but I'm definitely not working it. <laughs> oh shoot! It was Sam. My bad. Aha. Uh-huh. See, I'm like, what do you mean? Me and Sam don't even look alike. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. And you know what? Because I, you, to me, like, everything is how we first view people. I mean, and I know Floyd has kind of moved away into his own thing. And But I always put Floyd with, like, you, Philip, Lexi, and everybody's split up now, but it was always you, you, uh, Philip, and Sam were the three musketeers. So it was Sam. It was yes, Sam, it was Sam, it was Sam. All right. That's yeah, very now. much so. But no, so it is Sam. But yeah. I mean, like, hey, again, you might have seen you might have seen Sam working uh, definitely. I did. But it's like if you saw me around, I wasn't working. I was right. definitely participating. Yeah. All right, man. Good to talk to you. Sounds like everything's good. Okay. Well, uh, I'll run into you soon. Yeah. 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 For sure. All right, man. I'll talk soon. Thanks for hopping on. All right. No problem. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye bye.